Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Create Worldwide, the podcast. I'm Paulina. And I'm Tom. And we're back in the new year with great topics, stories, and just overall architecture fun. Yeah, new year, new <laughs> architecture. Let's go, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, new year, you know, we want to start it off with a bang with our part two of our what happens before and after a job. Um, you know, the drafting and all that, what happens before and after all that. Uh, this week on a very fun episode, we are going to be talking about the after. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun stuff happening. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because last week, well, not last week, last episode uh, before we went on Christmas break, um, we spoke a lot about the before because we kind of wanted to like emphasize on the fact that at school you only like worry about everything that's kind of in the middle like the actual production of the work and then you just hand it in or you show it to your professor and then that's that and we yeah. wanted to like tell you about the actual part that comes before that and now this time around we kind of want to touch on what happens after because um Tom and I I guess have had a similar experience um starting to work and is that we yeah. didn't know this happened right Tom yeah no the uh the before the before is definitely uh one of those things that you kind of touch upon in school it's like a week week and a half long process then you go right into it like you were just saying but then the after you know other than making a portfolio there isn't really the, the the transition of what happens in school after the project is done is not the same of what happens in work. Absolutely. In the real world, um, what happens after a project is done. Um, so to, you know, give you some, you know, information on what you're going to be uh, part of and be a part of when you leave school, I, I feel like this is good information. No, absolutely. And I feel like a key part of the reason why there's no after when you're in school is because the things you're designing or you're coming up with are not getting built. Like no one's <laughs> <Yep>. actually <laughs> like experiencing these things that you drew, not both for the part where they're getting actually built. Yeah. So like the part with the consultants, the part with the the GC, etc., as well as they're actually getting like habited you know what i mean yeah. like no people I are agree. living in the houses or people are going to shop at the malls that you design and all all of these things are important in the after because that's where a lot of the nitty-gritty starts to happen and that's what we've come to realize working yeah. at an architectural office yeah i'm currently like i said in the thick of it right now with a, uh, a job going on um you know you you work on something for six to eight, ten weeks, and you get all these drawings done. You grind it out. You know, you're finally you're like, yes, finally. That's what that's the, this is what I said when I finished the job because <laughs> I had no idea about the after. So I um I believe I finished it back in 
I think it was April or May, probably even a little bit earlier than that. I, I the the drawing of the project was done, and I was like, and okay, just to be awesome. <laughs> just to be clear, Tom, like what what do you mean, like when you said, okay, I finished, like you finished ah, the drafting, and then yes. you issued so, for forbidden permit or yes. So what I mean by that is. The construction documents were done, you know, the floor plans, the elevations, the roof plans, the RCPs, um, all the sections. Everything was done and issued for bid and permit, uh, permit, which means it goes to the town. You know, they have to approve of it. And then, you know, you have to find a GC, a general contractor to put this whole thing together. You got to find a whole bunch of bits and pieces of consultants. Um, there's signage, people that do the pylons. Um, there could be landscaping that's involved that they could could have been part of it from the beginning. Um, but all this, you know, forbid essentially means you're trying to find a contractor and permit from the town. Um, mm -hmm. So my from my understanding, when this happened, when I was issuing a forbidden permit not even kidding i thought i was done yeah not even like the kidding. moment the moment when you stamp those drawings and you you put them in a box and you ship them off and you're like oh my god i did it and it's like kind of that feeling you get when you yeah. when when you leave crit <laughs> when you're yep. you know what i mean but yep. then it's like um no the fun is just beginning because yep. this thing that you designed is getting built Exactly. So um, it's coming. Yeah. So, you know, a couple of months went by um, and then I got an email one day in, I believe it was late October and it said RFI. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it in the office. I've heard it in the office plenty of times. At this point, I was there for nine, nine and a half months. I've heard plenty of times. Um, and I go into Mr. C's office and I'm like, hey, uh, I got an RFI for this job. What uh, what does that mean? What do I do? And uh, he goes, oh, that's a it means request for information. You need to respond to that. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So there is a system for these uh, for jobs that get built. I don't know. There's all there's different systems. I from what I assume, I'm only on one right now. And. It is where the general contractor or the GC, uh, the architect and whatever other consultants are involved, may that be uh, MEP, uh, structural, whoever is on that list will get these drawings. And um, it's, like I said, RFIs and submittals. And a RFI, like I said, is a request for information. That is the more urgent stuff where you have to kind of answer it quick. <laughs> you know, you have... About mm, if you get it on a Tuesday, you should definitely have it back to them by Thursday, Friday, because in the field, those RFIs mean it's an existing request that they need answered for them to move on. Yeah. Right. And I I think it's just kind of like important or cool to point out at this point where it's like your like you put all this effort into these drawings and you try to make them as complete as possible. But yeah, <laughs> I like for me, I feel like 
more than like instructing as to what are the technical like issues after after you finish drafting and then the 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 actual project is getting built i think it's it's cool to point out like from our perspective as like junior architects uh fresh out of college or whatnot that these things you don't really you don't really think about them and it's like you you want your drawings to be as clear as possible because yeah. it's not a jury that's looking at them it's not it's not your friends it's not cr the the people that are gonna criticize your project or that are gonna uh, like um look at it just to see if it's pretty or, or if it works yeah these are drawings that are literally a roadmap for for someone that's in the field trying to get your building to yeah. look exactly how you want it so so that's why it's so important to to have like these skills to have these drawings as as perfect as you can get them yeah and then as tom is saying get these rfis out as quickly as possible because if someone is requesting information mm -hmm. then it's because they need it in in <laughs> order to build your project exactly yeah no um i'll, I'll give a quick example of what I mean by that. Uh, we had a uh, coping at the top of this project. Um, and we found out that the top of this almost, I believe it was the entire structure of this building, the top portion of it where we were going to put the coping was entirely IFAS, mm -hmm. which is essentially like a dense foam. So when you're putting a metal, a piece of metal and attaching it to a dense foam, it, you know, over a short period of time, that's kind of going to, going to, it's going to degrade. It's going to eat. It's going to not structurally be sound. Um, and it might fall off and all that other, uh, you know, all that other fun stuff. So the owner and the general contractor contacted us and said, Hey, we need a new solution to this or else, you know, we can't do anything. You know, mm -hmm. we can't just paint it. We can't, um, we could, we could just paint it, but we need solutions. And that went on for about two and a half weeks of what should we do? Uh, we went back and forth with, you know, applying some wood blocking, all this, um, you know, maybe we just paint it and back and forth, back and forth. And finally we came to the conclusion that we were just going to paint it yeah and and go sorry. ahead go ahead <laughs> i don't mean to cut you off um but it's a, it's stuff like that where you know you have to communicate with the owner and the general contractor very very often so that everyone's in the loop and you get your design like you said looking exactly the way you want it to or else it's you know you're going to be upset with the final product yeah i don't know if there's like a similar saying in english or or what I'm going to try to translate it. But I remember um, our our teachers back back in college used to tell us all the time, like, your whatever you design is getting built with you or in spite of you. Like, if you don't answer, if you don't give them information, don't worry. Someone's going to get the thing to stand up, but it's going to look awful. It's not going to be how you wanted it to. Yeah. So so you, you kind of want to avoid. Um... You want to avoid that at all costs. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And wow. also, 
we've, I feel like we've touched on the subject a lot, but it's very important to keep on mentioning it because it keeps like coming up. And the fact that with these things, you have to be extremely, extremely organized. And it's yep. like, oh, for example, in the office, we have like a log where everything goes in there after the, like after the actual set of drawings has been completed but then the yep. submittals start coming the rfis etc because we want everyone that looks at these at these projects to be informed of the things that have been going on because if someone just looks at the set of drawings but they don't know you've answered five ten rfis then they don't know half of the story yeah, so exactly. these things are important to to keep logged to keep like in mind to keep as part of your set of drawings because they become part of your set of drawings actually yeah, they become documents um, exactly they actually become a set of legal documents that can be used to back if someone didn't get something um in if someone didn't receive it and they say oh they never sent it they never sent it so they never do it and you say why didn't you do it you know you could say hey we sent it on this date yeah said, absolutely Here we sent it back um, so it is very important to stay organized. And of course, as we have said before, on top of being organized, you got to stick to the schedule. And yeah. Whenever you get the RFI or the submittal, always says date sent the day you the day that you received it and the um, the date that they want it returned by. Absolutely. Always. And and all these things later become revisions in your actual set of drawings, which I also thought I, I remember being so impressed the first time I, I I did this at the office which was like revising a set of drawings that had already gone out um forbidden permit but then of course there are things that are going to change or there are revisions for a variety of, of reasons but then you actually have to go into the CAD file or into the drawing you change whatever needs to be changed of course you modify the drawing but then you have to actually cloud it mark it as a revision so you say rev one rev two rev five it's not like it's it, it's just funny to me that back in school you're just like changing stuff yeah. like all over the place and you don't even remember at the end what you changed what you didn't here mm -hmm. you can't do that because you already printed those drawings stamped them sent them to people so if you're gonna change something it's not like just going into the CAD file and changing it. It's like yeah, a whole and, process. And then just keeping it on your computer. Yeah, like... exactly. Or like, or like sending it to someone, but then whoever you send it to, how are they going to know what is the exact portion that you changed? Yeah. How are you going to make sure everyone is coordinated? So it all comes down again to like respecting kind of like a, a process and, and being organized. So mm -hmm. all these things run smoothly because we can't forget we are in a in a field where thing like things are not immediate you're you're working on projects like tom said for example he he finished this back in i don't know uh, april and then sure he april, yeah. yeah and then he got our requests for information like at the end of the year that that's crazy but if you are not organized and if you are not like following a process then these things are going to get jumbled up because these projects usually take a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we are a cog in, in the system. If <laughs> our cog doesn't move forward, then there's six other cogs that can't move without us moving. So if yeah. they don't get the information, 
then guess what? Five other people, five other companies, five other places that need to get this done can't get it done. And ultimately at the at the top, the owner or the person who is, you know, representing the people who own the building, uh, those it'll come back on you and you you never want that to happen. You know, no, absolutely. Always, yeah, you always want to be ahead of uh, ahead of the game and getting stuff out as quickly as possible to you know the contractors. Uh, no, yeah, absolutely, and yeah. And, and like, what good does it does it do getting all your drawings done on time if later on in the actual construction process you're not going to be involved and you're not going to be paying attention to what happens and then everything gets like pushed back because you're not answering quickly or you're not involved so it's like it's it's like a complete um like it, it's ignorant i feel like uh for for all of us to think that what what we used to think before we started working that things were done once you finished the last long. line in cat yeah. yeah because that's that's not the case at all and it's so interesting to be yeah. able to see and then um, that's kind of like what we wanted to touch on regards to RFIs. But if you want to talk to them a little bit more about the submittals, that, that I think would also be Ooh. kind of interesting. Yeah, the, sub, the submittals, the submittals are, um, they're a little less daunting to the RFIs. The RFIs, like I said, have to be answered within the week that you get them. You really want to get them out as quick as possible because those are existing conditions that need to be addressed. Um, submittals are more so uh, information based. You know, you want to go through and check all the um, all the information of that product that is going into your job site. For example, paint paint colors. Hey, you submitted uh, this white, this red, this blue, this green. Um, here it is up on the wall. This is a mock up of what we did. Do you approve of it? And they'll send you a picture of it in the shade. They'll send you a picture of it direct sunlight and send it maybe a picture with you with a light on it at night. That's there. Who knows? But if you don't like a color, you know, if you're saying, oh, that looks a little rough compared to what we have on our drawings, you know, you send you you give it a you stamp it. And it says the stamps have in our office, it's like an approved uh, a revise and resubmit, uh, a straight up decline, and I, um, yeah, I can't really remember the last one. Uh, I don't, I don't remember the last one. That's on me. But what that is telling the contractor is, hey, maybe your color was off, or maybe we have to think of a new color. And yeah, it gives them it gives them some ample time. You know, they'll send it couple weeks in advance to when they actually have to use it. Um, and that gives you some time to figure it out with them. If it's something that they did with the color or they ordered the wrong color, most times it's not them ordering the wrong color. It's mainly that the color doesn't really work and you didn't, you, once you see it on the building, you realize most of the time it doesn't happen. Though. Most of the time the color does actually work. Um, and that's one um, example, but another big example is you know the color temperature of the lighting you know what luminosity mm -hmm. do you want yeah uh, what siding are we using this brand or this brand uh there was a job that 
uh, that we were using the specific siding that isn't recommended in the state that the job was in. And we had to say, hey, you know, we think you should use this brand because it's recommended in that area. Like, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where you bounce back and forth information uh, and it, it happens pretty quickly, but it's a very informative way of, and you get to see all the information on these specific products. You know, I learned, about, I learned about three different sidings, um, you know, lighting brands, uh, all these, all these different companies. And I was like, Oh, wow. Look, I've seen that in the office. I've seen that in the office. That is, that's so cool. Like that's something that's also uh, been happening to me lately. Oh yeah, I see it. <laughs> and it's like, I just, I just find it so like, I don't know, like so stimulating, so interesting that like the amount of detail that you can actually go into with, with projects and with drawings, if you really want to, like you, we're picking out light fixtures we're picking out the literally the the color of the bulb we're picking out it's 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 insane and and it's it's crazy to see it all come together and that's why i find this after part so interesting because i mean it's it's the moment where where everything you did is truly coming together which is yeah it's so cool it's it, it's incredible because even though I started this project, I think my first week in my first week at Create, I'm still answering, you know, RFIs and submittals right now. And it's almost done um, a little less than a year later than when I started. I'm approaching my one year at Create. But it's it's it is really one of those things where it's very, very eye opening how quickly things get done. And it might seem you might say to yourself because you're in school or you're just about to start a job. Oh, you know, like I finished a whole project in four and four months. And it's like, yeah, you did. I finished the project too in four months, but guess what? I did it. <laughs> I had exactly. to answer all the, all the extra <laughs> stuff afterwards. No. And it's like, uh, <laughs> and it's like, it's cool. You, I mean, I think if we looked back at the level of detail, it's like nothing compared it's it's like you forgot about half of the things but that's what makes it so interesting when you actually like start working and have like and you're guided by people with a lot more experience and and you kind of get shown the way and it's it's just so interesting uh, this made me think as well of one project we have right now which is actually a residential project it's an apartment and it's basically almost done Mm. and it's it's so interesting to see like it's been getting there getting there getting there for the longest time like mm -hmm. you, you kind of you see progress but of course it's until you don't see it come together you don't see the full picture and now they're like putting the final details even like the furniture stuff like that and it's like in the yeah. blink of an eye you see it all from come together and it's honestly, it's amazing yeah, I'm gonna. It sounds cliche or whatever, but it makes you realize, or at least that happens to me. I don't know if it happens to you, Tom. It's like, okay, this is why I chose to be an architect. Like, this is amazing. Like, this is I, something that was a drawing, and now yeah. it's, it's here, and it's, 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 it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, the first, the first time, the first time. Th th this is this is gonna sound cliche. Is all hell, but the first time. <laughs> where I 
worked on a had a very heavy hand in a project. And this what this wasn't at Create, but this still, you know, relates to this um topic. The first time I had a very heavy hand in designing a project, I when I saw it for the first time done, it was an office space. I mm-hmm. was I I literally I almost got emotional. I was like, "Oh my gosh." Oh my like, god, yeah. I was like, I remember putting that in, I remember putting that lighting fixture in. Oh my gosh, I remember putting that flooring in. I remember yeah. putting in the whiteboard. I remember putting in that fridge. Like it's 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 something that really it's like you're, energized. Yeah, and 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 that's why you care about it so much and that's why this after process is so important because you like you start through, like you you worked on the on the drawings, you you worked on everything. Now you want to see it through. Like you want to pick the last, like until last the last detail. paint last detail, color, yeah. the last light fixture, the last bulb, because it's, it's part, it becomes part of, of, of who you are. I don't know. It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. For that, for that short, for that remotely short period of time in your life, you're like, it's like your child. <laughs> yeah. And, and sometimes and, you have more child than more more children than one. <laughs> yeah. And then we're we're also missing uh, like this is after it's finished, but it's also I I guess it's also encompassed in the after part and it would be when you actually like walk the site uh, after it's done and then you have to go and do a punch list um which basically means that you take pictures write down everything that you think needs to still like be worked on and is or is not exactly as it was in mm-hmm. the drawings or needs to be cleaned up or needs to be fixed etc cetera, etc cetera. because this just goes to show show even when it's technically done and you think it's, <laughs> it's done like two well, weeks out from being done yeah. it's not yeah 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 I um loved, i loved you know what as much as punch list seems like it's a negative thing, like you're calling out what's wrong, it's still like exciting. You're like, oh my gosh, it's almost done. Like it gets giddy <laughs> still. Um, yeah. Even though there's some things that are still, uh, there's still, sorry, forgive me. There are still things that need to be touched up and, you know, finalized because you want that thing perfect for everyone yeah, to see. And absolutely. something to be proud of. And then the magical moment when it's like either ribbon cutting or you're gonna go with a photographer to take pictures of the final product because just as we did in school with our models or with our our the stuff that we produce that we used to take pictures for our portfolio it's always important or it's always interesting or cool we we do yeah. it at create a lot where you go and take pictures of the finished product um, because it's it's important to to have these things as part of of your portfolio and yeah and it's it's I feel like it's a a moment to celebrate what you accomplished and and to be proud of it because it's finally at that moment you you think it's finally done and it actually is mm. and it's very rewarding I feel like yeah and then once that's done you hear the symbol ring and it's Deja it vu over. and you're right back to it. <laughs> yeah, and it starts all over again. Absolutely. It's, it's really an energizing process though. And and the thing I actually forgot to mention, the newest thing that's been happening is the drone footage of um final projects. Oh <gasps> yeah, that's amazing. Oh, love that. Yeah. I really wanted then... to mention that quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I think it's so interesting, you know, when we're working on other projects and it's like, oh, we did this project like uh 
we're I don't know we're in Google Maps and then we're we're at a neighboring site of a project we did it before and it's like oh we did that project a long time ago and then it's like when it when you actually go in Google Maps and it's there it's like it, I don't know I, yeah. I just it think updated. that's so interesting <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean that hasn't sometimes happened I do look at that that hasn't happened to me yet and I don't hasn't think it has to happened to exactly no. but it'll it will someday <laughs> someday and it's gonna be exciting yeah I can't wait for that day yeah well anyways guys we hope uh you enjoyed the episode we we enjoyed talking about it clearly I think you can tell <laughs> that and um we hope uh you have a happy new year and we hope you stick with us for our future adventures this year yes thank you guys for listening we can't wait for this new year we're very excited to release great content for you yeah um and guys always remember you can send suggestions ideas comments um pictures whatever you want, inspiration for next topics to podcast at createworldwide.com. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Remember to create worldwide. Bye. Bye.